there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi, everyone. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. And now, your main event. Introducing the hosts of Wrestling with Freddie, Jeff Dodd, and Freddie Prince Jr. Aloha, ladies and gentlemen. This episode, at least for half of our team, is coming from Hawaii. Ah, that's right. We're bringing the show to you, at least half of it, from the beautiful island in Hawaii. I won't tell you which one, but all that you guys need to know is I'm here and Jeff's stuck in smoggy L.A. How are you, Mr. Jeff Dye? So unfair to me and all the listeners. That's right. That you got to say, hey, aloha, like we get to be in paradise. And uh, and we're not. We're not there. Yeah, man. You know, me, Avon Eric, and The Rock, you know, just hanging in Hawaii. We had dinner last night. No, we didn't. But that would have been a great dinner. <laughs> that would have been a great dinner. Is wrestling big in Hawaii? Oh, my God, dude. You know how many Samoans and Polynesian people live out here? And it's like All a viable. Yeah, a ton. But I just was wondering, <laughs> I was wondering if uh, if it's like pop, like people watch it every week and it's the same, same vibe, same wrestling group. I've been watching wrestling out here. I have, it doesn't come out till after all the results are out. So uh, it'll actually come out at 5 p.m. here, which is so much earlier that I already kind of know everything that's happened, but it's still fun to watch. But uh, they definitely have tons of wrestling fans out here. Two fans of our podcast. I already got shouted out here at the hotel by a couple different guys who are like, hey, I love your podcast, man. Lots of aloha love. I love it out here. It's the best. And I love our podcast so much, Jeff, that I didn't even take a week off. This was a big week. I'm going to drop a little secret on the podcast this week, but we're not at that part of the show yet. So our budget's low, and I couldn't send you to all these shows. Like we did SummerSlam. <laughs> <laughs> SummerSlam was good enough for me. I was happy. This is the beginning of the Triple H era. It was Monday Night Raw, which I think very soon will be a two-hour, not a three-hour show, based off a lot of things Kevin Nash has said and on some things that Triple H said on Stone Cold's podcast as well. He's probably said it elsewhere. The show opened, and we got big-time babyface Bex. And she came to the ring in 
a friggin' shoulder sling. I actually had to wear one of those for when I separated my shoulder. They're not fun, but she separated her shoulder in, in the match at the SummerSlam, as the great Bret Hart would say, and wrestled another <laughs> 20 minutes after that. By the way, two women getting hurt this week. Jamie Hayter broke her nose and said, yeah, I'll wrestle another 10 minutes with a broken nose. No big deal. But Becky Lynch came out there, cut a pretty solid baby, kind of a a badass baby face promo, or was it just eh, a tough, like a like a tough chick baby face promo? Got a lot of love, right? Yeah, I still think when she comes back, she's going to come back as a heel and be a total jerk to everybody. But uh, Bianca came out, said she's the man, said everything she did proved it, and these women showed each other a lot of respect. How did you like it? Uh, I liked it. I, I think that. Becky, I don't know what she could do to lose her goodwill. It, it's, it's insane. I've never seen, well, I guess I have seen it in wrestling, but never in the women's, the women's wrestling. She'd have to uh, start punting babies or something. Right. And they would still be like, yo, those babies asked for it. That's what those babies get. Long live Becky. Uh, Dumb little I love babies. I, I think it's great. She's awesome. I like, I like that they came and kind of put her over. It was a perfect way to write her out because I'm sure we're not going to see her for a bit now, right? Well, yeah, she got attacked by the new wrestling stable that Vince reportedly rejected, which is Bailey Io, Sh- or Io Sky now, no longer mm-hmm. Io Shirai, and Dakota Kai. And their names still rhyme, and they haven't changed it three times yet. <laughs> so the, the, the Triple H era has begun. Someone's name stayed the same two weeks in a row. All night, the women had commercial breaks in their matches. All night. The women were getting, what was that, 15, 15 minutes minimum on their matches? This yeah. was really cool to see. This was something that a lot of people were trying to get done when I worked there back in the day, Steph and Hunter included, and there was never any chance of that happening, period. I mean, they would just pull women's matches off the pay-per-view straight up. I said this a while ago in season one. I like where wrestling's going. I know these changes are going to be small. I know Vince is still the the main shareholder, but Hunter did his thing. Uh, Hunter did his thing, and women's wrestling was really cool on Monday night and and on <laughs> AEW too. I hate women's wrestling, so I was a little disappointed. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I love it. Uh, I was saying that earlier to our producer, our main man. It's like he's like finally some wrestling. Some more girls wrestling, and then you're you're always talking about girls wrestling. Triple H seems to love girls wrestling. It's been impressive and good storytelling. Back in the day, like you know, the the sensational Sherry's were far and few between. Like she could work sure. as as well as a man, but she had to lead every dance because there just weren't as many you know scary Sherry's out there. I really like where the ladies are going. I hope it keeps going. You know, WWE doesn't pay attention to ratings as as much as a lot of the uh, other wrestling sites out there report because it's a part of USA and advertisers are simply buying advertising stock in USA. They don't have any say as to where their, their commercials go anymore. It's not like the old days. Like when you do commercials for the Olympics, sure. Everybody wants the hundred meter dash, right? That's where they want their commercial, but you don't get to pick that anymore. It might be, something that's streamed on their online. It might be on their MSNBC. Maybe it makes the big channel or maybe you paid the higher fee and you get it everywhere. But that's more how advertising works now. And that's much more of the reason why the Nielsen rating system isn't as 
as respected as it was in the 80s and 90s. That's just some like cool inside stuff for you dorks out there. We can talk Ms. AJ and, and Mustafa if you want. I thought Ms. did a pretty cool thing with the pulling the boot up on the rope and AJ looking like, yo, man, are you kidding me right now? Like, I, lo- yeah. I love AJ Styles. Mustafa Ali is good to see him back. I've always liked that guy a lot. All his Mortal Kombat stuff. I like every all the stuff, all the choices he makes. I'm a big Mustafa Ali guy. Okay, well, let's, let's jump into that thing because I, I was going to skim right by it. But this was a dude that, like asked for his release. This was a dude that asked for his release. I'm guessing because he had no story whatsoever and it didn't seem like he was getting to wrestle. And if the dude's dream is to be a professional wrestler, then that sucks. I don't know if Triple H believes in him. I don't know if they're just trying to get him some work and then maybe he still wants out. But you like Mustafa. You like all the Mortal Kombat. See, I was a Street Fighter guy. I didn't mess with the Mortal Kombat. Well, I, yeah, I liked both for sure. When you're a kid, that's all. You, there was no brand loyalty when I was a kid. Dude, I sucked at Mortal Kombat. I didn't know any of the stupid finishers. Street Fighter 2, I knew everybody's moves, and I played even with Zangief and could do his twisting pile driver. That's how sick I was at that game. <laughs> yeah, Zangief did have some cool wrestling moves. Yeah, dude. But I've never, I'm not even joking, I've never won a single Mortal Kombat match against computer or anyone in my life. And Tekken, I'm even worse. It is funny on uh, Mortal Kombat when you get like the old game books, like you'd get like a Nintendo Power or whatever the book was yes. to like learn all the finishing moves. And it'd be like, <laughs> all right, to do his Mortal, to do his fatality, just go right up to him, hit back, forward, back, down, back, forward, hold R, punch, high punch, low punch, low kick, forward, back, forward, back, forward, back, block, high punch. You're like, how am I going to? You've got 10 seconds to do all that. I'm like, I'm like looking to the thing. It was, and then I actually end up punching the guy and he would just fall down. You're like, that wasn't the fatality. I accidentally <laughs> hit. I accidentally hit him. It's so hard. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles. Because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there, I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community, because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need, and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura Podcast Network where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Listen, Mustafa loses this match. Yep. But he did lose in kind of a fabulous way. Like the finish to that was actually really cool. But it's AJ Styles. Don't let him. He should lose. It's AJ. AJ's Dude, AJ's the man. And that's going to lead us to a number one contenders match between him and a group of wrestlers that we'll get to in a minute. But a guy that I really love, and I know you love too, is Montez Ford. I thought based off the way he behaved at SummerSlam, and I think if, if Vince had his way, that Monday Night Raw, he would have turned that quickly. And I feel like they've slowed that down a little, but not a ton. They, they Him and Dawkins were going to Rochambeau, or I call it Rochambeau, but it's rock, paper, scissors. Mm-hmm. Anyone else out there that says Rochambeau, show us some love on social media. But anyway, they rock, paper, scissored, and before there was even a result, Ford just bounces out and takes off to go get his match and his time to shine on the spotlight. Seth Rollins has been losing a lot lately. He has been putting men over in the most special and wonderful way, but he's been losing a lot. He got a little moment at SummerSlam, which was nice, where he got a little beat down on on Riddle. He needs to go on a bit of a run, right? And he gets this match with the hot Montez Ford. Any match Montez Ford does is going to have a frog splash, whether he hits it or whether it's a fail. It's a beautiful thing to watch. It's a very dangerous thing to watch. And this one was amazing. And Rollins wasn't having it. And he gets the win. And he cuts a promo about where he's moving on to next. And he's talking about Roman Reigns, a guy whose number he's had for a while. This was a great finish. And I love seeing Rollins get a win. What I'm hoping is he goes on a win streak. And then as that character gains confidence, he can kind of shed that snake skin and, and move into whatever kind of Seth Rollins he wants to be. I hope Montez Ford asked Logan Paul if he can use his finishing move. That's what I you hope. Better, he, you, know, you better shut your he, mouth, he ran, sir. He went to Logan and said, can I use your frog splash? Will you be offended? That's what I hope. I hate you so much right now. I do want to briefly mention the next women's match, which was Alexa Bliss versus Asuka. Again, they got a commercial break. They got a ton of time. There was no finish. It was like old school. I don't want to say... Uh, What's your favorite? I tried to delete it from my mind. What's your favorite time period called? The the Attitude Era. It was very Attitude Era where there's like multiple matches that didn't get a finish, right? And the crowd didn't care because they were seeing action and they were seeing people fight and there was still a story being told. I got a few questions for you. Hit me. So one, what do you think makes WWE not able to put over or sell the Japanese wrestlers as well as as? They should. I mean, because Shinsuke Nakamura, everyone was like, when he gets here, he'll be the biggest thing. They're like, when Asuka arrives. And it, it's like, for whatever reason, it doesn't uh, doesn't pop the way it should. So I have an honest answer, but I feel like when Dirt Sheets pull it from our podcast, it's going to come off like brutal and rough. So the funny answer was, oh, well, it's just super racist. 
But if I say if I say that, then they're like, Freddie says WWE is super racist in giant black or white letters. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's the headline. Yeah, so it's just a cultural ignorance, man. Vince always felt, and this is public, if English isn't their first language, the American fan is always going to look at them as a heel. And if they're a baby face, they're going to look at it. They, he wanted them to be like funny and goofy. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why... There was a lot of like goofy Mr. Moto BS when it came to Japanese wrestlers over here. I was also asking you, with you you saying wrestling that's gonna get shorter. There's a there's there's a people that are saying Triple H might go back to the two hour. There's talks of that. Well, when you got so many wrestlers, you know, that aren't even being used, and as it seems like the life of a wrestler is just always like, How am I gonna get on? How's my story gonna get over? How can I get on camera more? How can I get more ring time? How can I so it's like if they're going to make it shorter and you still have all these wrestlers who aren't even being. And also, that's why the Attitude Era was the best, not because of all the, the violence or the, the stuff. I think the Attitude Era was the best because every match you were like, that's Undertaker, The Rock, Stone Cold were the hugest, most famous wrestlers all during the same time. It wasn't just one guy like feeding the whole feeding the whole um, locker room to Roman Reigns and just letting him beat everybody. And it's a Roman Reigns thing. No, there, there was, there was, there was a lot of stars, and each match you go, oh, that's all Bret Hart is, you know, it's like it's the Canadians versus DX versus, so it felt like everybody was big. So how does wrestling do that now? If they're gonna get shorter, and you want girls to now get pushed more and more stage, then you got all these other guys who aren't being utilized. I mean, how do you, how do you, how do you do it? That's a gr- that's a great point, Jeff. I am not the biggest fan of the Attitude Era as far as the stories went. But the matches are still the greatest matches that I've ever seen. But they did, even the mid-card wrestlers were beloved and they all had a purpose and they, it wasn't just a singular goal. They had, you know, sort of story-driven goals regardless of how insane the story may have been. And with a two-hour show, you do limit that. So how do you get those wrestlers over? Well, they have their partnership with Peacock. Hunter was the one who started the Cruiserweight Classic mm. when, they, when they brought in all those, those the, the guys under 200 pounds to come in and work. The, the May Young Classic was his. You very well could, let's just say they cut it to two hours. You could create a whole other hour-long show, a whole other two-hour show. You could have an all-women's show if they sign back all the talent that they lost over the last, well, during the pandemic, however long it's been. You could have, I don't know if a cruiserweight division would pull a number, but you could put another show on. That's another two-hour show. I mean, there's, with that partnership with Peacock and when they had their own network, you know, the only limit was budget, right? Can we afford to do this? Can we afford to do that? Peacock is still growing, but I think it's one of the ones that's going to stay and stick around because Universal, NBC Universal is such a powerful entity as far as entertainment goes. So who knows, man? I mean, they already have their own sort of dedicated section in within the Peacock service. They could add more shows. It just wouldn't be something you'd see on the USA Network, right? Because USA doesn't right. have that kind of money. They, If they could afford to license more WWE product, they would. It gets a higher rating than pretty much everything else they put on television. Right. So they certainly do. And that's another story I want to debunk. USA has no say 
as to if Raw has a title or not. And I know this for a fact because my friend is an executive there and I know how their licensing deal works. They could say, hey, could you please give us this? Could you please give us that? But Vince said no way more often than he said yes. And they had a partnership that lasted forever um, and is still ongoing. So there's a big difference when a company owns your show as to when a company is licensing your show. They can say, hey, you know, please keep John Cena on Monday Night Raw. And I remember one night on the draft, just to mess with him, Vince, and this was just for his own amusement, said, we're going to draft him to SmackDown. And then at the end of the show, we'll draft him back to Raw. (laughs) That'll drive him crazy over there. (laughs) And we're sitting in there like, yo, this guy's just playing with network executives. Like actors don't get to do that, right? I was so (laughs) jealous. So it's not the powerhouse that people think it is. USA is very grateful for the partnership, and so is WWE. But USA needs Monday Night Raw. They need that show. They need Miz and Mrs. Because I love Psych. Raw was a more successful show for USA as far as money made than Psych. They're paying for every episode of Psych. They have a licensing deal with, with Monday Night Raw. So trust me, they they take what they get. They're not, Mr. Could we have some more? Like they're very, right. they're grateful and and they make suggestions, but it's it's not a an equal partnership by any by any stretch. And shout out to the Saturday free kind of pay-per-view vibe that AEW, it was Battle of the Belts. It was just on a Saturday on TNT. You didn't have to pay money and you got to see a ton, all championship matches, Battle of the Belts. I'm still getting hip and educated to AEW. But this was such a nice, refreshing, like Saturday, just little special treat. Freddie, here you go, Freddie. Your, your, your kids don't want to hang out with you right now. They're having a blast in Hawaii. Sit here and watch this match. And I'm watching this. I'm like, this is so much fun. And I know it's not everybody's thing. I love Claudio. I got to get used to saying Claudio because Cesaro has been the name in my head for so long. But this dude is great. And I'm sure Triple H knows it. WWE completely fumbled the ball with this guy. Over and over and over. I didn't know he could talk on the mic, dude. I didn't know he could talk on the mic. I watched the promos that they did on social media, where like on their AEW's Instagram page, which is still the best wrestling Instagram page there is. Like whoever runs their social needs a raise. But he's just talking to camera about what this match means to him and how, what this title means to him. And I'm like, yo, th- this guy can talk. Like, wh- why didn't he ever speak? Like, it was, they totally dropped the ball with this guy. And I don't think they dropped the ball that often when they let people go. But I love this match and I'm a huge Claudio fan. And I don't care if he's heel face or this hybrid version, but I freaking love this dude. And I can't believe they dropped the ball. I, I, did you see this match? You, you're working weekends because you're a stand-up comic. So you probably didn't see this, right? No, I, it got sent to me. I have a wrestling text thread with a bunch of guys and it got sent to me. And the reason anything Cesaro you or Claudio does gets sent to me because I've been, I've been championing him forever. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. 
That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles. Because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there. I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community, because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need, and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura Podcast Network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Let's stay with the AEW vibe for a second. I'm speaking of Battle of the Belts. We got a Thunder Rosa and a Jamie Hayter match. The first time I saw Jamie Hayter... Thunderstorm. Yeah, you like Thunderstorm, don't you? I just can't wait for Tony to turn heel and just screw her over completely. So <laughs> the story for this match is Britt Baker. She lost the title to this Mexican superstar named Thunder Rosa. And then here comes your girl, Tony Storm. And she comes out to walk her to the ring. Now she's going to have her back in this match. It's not a tag match. And then Jamie Hayter and Dr. Britt Baker come out and they have a banger match, man. Like, it goes back and forth. Baker's involved a couple times, and then Tony stops her, so they get kind of their, it's not a tag match, but they get some fighting outside the ring and beat each other's asses a little bit. And then there's a moment in the match, and I believe what I heard was off a brain buster, her knee came down and hit Hater in the nose, mm. and then they still had 10 minutes left of a match. So homegirl wrestled with a broken nose. We got Becky with the shoulder, Hater with the nose. Shout out to both you girls. I love tough chicks. My wife was a tough chick on Buffy the Vampire Slayer and kicked a bunch of ass too. So there. This match was really cool. And here's why. Regardless of, of what you think of the style of wrestling or anything, all four people involved in this match had somewhere to go when it was over. And you can always do the easy thing, which is Britt goes right after Thunder Rosa again. And beats Thunder Rosa, and you put the belt back on Britt because she can talk on the mic and she can wrestle. And then at the end of that match, when Tony helps Thunder up, you turn Tony on Thunder, and she takes her out. And then you can take whatever babyface you want after Britt and let Britt hold the belt for a long time until you find someone else you know worthy of holding it, or you let Thunder win that match against Doctor Britt Baker. And you have Tony turn on her then, and you have a heel Tony go after Thunder Rosa, whichever, whichever way you would, you would book it. And then Hater with the broken nose, unfortunately, is the one that doesn't get as much of a story. But she's still the one that's kind of coming up and, and, and getting this shine from, from the others that are more over within that company. But I think there's a lot to Jamie. I haven't heard her on the mic much because Brit's so good. They really let her do the talking kind of mm -hmm. like uh, Ricky Starks and, and Hobbs. 
uh, man, Ricky got beat down again, man. I was hoping he'd get a little bit of a little bit of something off, but man, Hobbs just put it on him. So they're definitely pushing Hobbs through the moon, and I hope they stick with Ricky too. But shout out to Battle of the Belts. Shout out to Saturday Wrestling. I love it. I think it's great, unless it's WrestleMania and it's two days long. I don't need that. But this was awesome, and I loved the whole show. Did you get to see any of the other matches? Or I love that you're on a wrestling text chain and you guys send each other videos. Oh, yeah. And we also, we sent so many, like, like uh, so many of those extreme matches, like any of like things like that, any viral stuff. It's pretty nice. I don't really have to watch a lot. They just sit, they all gets brought into my, my reality. But uh, that, that being said, they definitely sent me the dumpster match. <laughs> <laughs> I love any of the kind of stuff like that. Well, what'd you think about uh, the Jericho match? I think everyone knew that Jericho had to win. So it's a harder story to tell. I like Wheeler Yuta a lot. I liked the finish a lot, but again, like the buildup to it, I didn't even believe because you know Jericho has to win that match. You're not going to do anything to to put a spike in the the Blackpool uh, Combat Club. Like you're not going to do anything to screw with that right now because those guys are hot, and Daniel Bryan just got healthy again. Right. So you can't have Wheeler go up against. Uh, Moxley, even though Moxley had that promo where he's like, I don't care who it is. It could be this guy, that guy. When I'm in that, re- like, he's got yeah. that, that promo, but you're not sell. at least you're not selling me on that because I know who has to win that match. So I wasn't super excited. That said, I love a good Lion Tamer finish. I love yeah. seeing that old school. I just, you know, I'm 46. So like the edge brood entrance, I pop bigger than most people. So I'm like, oh, the brood ah. so the lion tamer i'm like ah, i saw the lion tamer when i was you know 20 there is no uh, brood without gangrel and i, I do, agree but I, do, I do love the lion tamer i love the the it's you know modified walls of jericho i, I like it. yeah and i think he's gonna go old school japanese jericho when he has the moxley match and do all his old school Japanese skill sets for when he was over there doing his thing. That seems to be where they're leaning. And those guys love that Japanese strong style. Let's actually beat the crap out of each other. Mentality. It's so dumb. Just, I've talked about it. Dude, a million it's so times. hardcore, Look, man. I don't know. It's, they go, you know what my style of wrestling is? Just real fighting. That's my style. <laughs> right? go, well, no, it's supposed to be an art form where you're able to do these kind of. And they go, yeah, yeah, no, I know, I know. But my style is I just I just really hit you and really yeah, kick you. It's, it's so hardcore. I I'm gonna confess something. I actually kind of like it. Like I always think like if I was his opponent, they're like, all right, you're gonna fight Nakamura, and then I go, we go try to set up our match. You go, how do you want to do this? He's like, I'm gonna really punch and kick you, and you go, no, 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 no that sounds terrible. He goes, no, 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 it's my style. My style is like you know, like in the '90s when guys would uh, let a punch go, that the, the, the Farouk and Bradshaw would come up and beat him up for seven minutes. You know, <laughs> they like they would actually get jumped in the ring by the Dudley Boys or something. And now it's like, oh, it's just a style. You know, that's his thing. I love that. All right, I want to close the show with something really cool and bittersweet. Are you ready? I'm ready. We got Friday Night SmackDown. Roman Reigns is in the ring. He's talking about how much he hates Brock Lesnar. But the respect is there. You could tell. And here comes Drew McIntyre, the Scottish man of all men with the hairy chest. And Love he comes it. out 
I love him too. Hate man. the sword. Love he doesn't him. need the sword, dude. He's so. I think they'll get rid of that soon enough. That was a Vince thing. I talked about this in season one, but I worked with Drew a lot when I was first there back in the day, and when he first came up, and the only note he would get all the time was lose the accent. Lose. No one can understand you. Lose the accent. That is and a that real Vince accent. thing, isn't it? I wasn't going to say it was Vince, but it, yeah, that's that's who said it. So I maybe I'm oversharing, but when I was with Becky, like. She's like, the whole reason I never got success earlier, or it's not that she didn't have success. Well, the whole reason she wasn't more pushed early is because Vince would be in Gorilla going, I can't understand what she's saying. Yep. What is she saying? It's like, everyone's like, dude, it's not that thick of an accent. Everyone else knows what she's saying. Like, everyone else understands her. And Vince is like, why isn't she speaking English? You're like, she's speaking English, dude. Like, everybody knows what she's saying. Drew comes out and lets Roman know that it's going down. They're going to the UK. He's taken everything. And out of nowhere comes Carrion Cross, formerly known as Killer Cross. He comes out and he levels Drew, levels him. And he's dressed the way he needs to be dressed, which is in his leathers, looking like a badass. Bordeaux puts Roman Reigns on the clock. She puts the hourglass down and flips it over, and the sand starts going through. And the crowd that remembers him from NXT is like, yeah. And the crowd that doesn't is like, yo, who is this badass guy? <laughs> so I announced on the first season of this and with Ariel Helwani that I was starting a wrestling federation, which I still am, but I'm working hard at it. And my champion, and I've, I'd spoken with him a lot, was going to be Killer Cross. And he was my guy. I was building the whole thing around him. We had kind of worked on the story. We had talked about philosophy, talked about his character, his wife's character, with the caveat of, hey, you can't hold your career up to make my thing go, right? So I said, if you get other offers like, and you need to make a living, go make a living, man. On Wednesday, I think it was, or no, it was actually Thursday. It was the day before SmackDown. I get a text that says, hey, man, I need some advice. Uh, let's chat. And so I already know. I already know. And I almost wrote him the day before, hey, with Vince gone, you're going to get a call from Hunter. I literally wrote this text. And I said, he's going to offer you the moon. And if you say no, you're out of your mind. So don't trip. And then I deleted the whole text. And instead, I just sent him a picture from this uh, storyboard guy that's doing part of the show for me so that I can, you know, pitch it properly. I just sent him a picture of some of the storyboard stuff instead. Cause I didn't want to like freak him out. So then the very next day I get this text from him. Can we talk? I need some advice. We start chatting and he says, I talked to Hunter. They made an offer and it's real. And I, I think I, I believe him when he's telling me what's going to happen. And, uh, you and I need to talk. I said, yeah, brother. I said, I, and I told him what I just told you. I was like, dude, I wrote you a text yesterday that I deleted because I knew this was going to happen once Vince uh, left the company. And so we talked about it. I said, look, you'd be crazy to chase my dream in place of yours. Your dream was never to be, I don't want to say the name of my federation, but your dream was never to be the, you know, the Freddie P champion. It was to be the WWE champion. I said, I couldn't hold you up. From that, I said, well, I said, if I was in my 20s, maybe I would because I'd be jealous and angry. I said, but I, I want to see you succeed at the highest at the highest level. And my federation's not going to be at the highest level. That's WWE forever. We're talking. He goes, that's funny. That's the same thing my mom said. I said, dude, always listen to your mother. Always listen to your mother. 
So I didn't know how fast this was going to happen. We hang up, we say goodbye, take care, tell Lisa, I said, or tell Scarlett, I said, what's up? And uh, we hang up. And then the next day I'm watching this segment with Roman Reigns and Drew. And all of a sudden, my champion runs out and just kills Drew and puts him on the clock. And I remember being like, oh, they're putting a rocket ship on this man, which is what they should have done the first damn time. And even though it's bittersweet, like the dad in me is like, yeah, hell yeah, kid, go make those bones, right? And the artist in me is like, wow, man, like, look at him. Like, that's a champion right there. And he could have been yours. But I just have to, you know, re-circumnavigate the river and and I'll find, there's a ton of great wrestlers out there and I'll find the one that I click with and can build around. But this was something that was kind of a special moment in my life and like a real honest one that I just wanted to share with everyone else who's like a total dork about wrestling like we are. And if you could have your own federation, you totally would. It also proves you right. It also proves that you got the guy. Yeah. Like you had the guy that you knew that this guy was special and talented, which is, which is cool. But you got to do two things now. Now you've got to send me an email that says, Hey Jeff, I know it's going to happen. I know Netflix is going to give you a huge special. I know all this stuff. (laughs) And then delete the email. Just delete it. Don't send it to me. (laughs) and then the other thing you got to do is we got to start getting to work on finding you a new champ buddy yes bro i'm gonna actually write emails that i delete to all my friends yeah saying i just i know something great's about that you're about to be batman they hate pattison and they love you bro and then no i'm not gonna send i'm not gonna send next day in the news boom pattison out he was hanging out with ezra miller honey i'm sure (laughs) that buffy the vampire slayer is gonna do seven hundred million dollars in and re, re ah, Let me delete that. Let me delete that. Hey, let me just delete that. No worries. No worries. So yeah, man, it was like in the you know back in the day, I would never share something like that ever, ever. And for whatever reason, now that I'm just old and don't care anymore, I just thought it would be nice for people to like because everyone listening to us is a big dorky fan, just like you and me. So. So yeah, so I just wanted to share that why real moment. Here. They want inside scoop like that. They're here for yeah, it. Yeah, they want that's why they want they're that here. sweet scoop. But uh, but yeah, I already have a couple other plans in mind. Put out some feelers and and reached out to a couple cats that I'll tell you about off the air. And then uh, I'm sure Hunter will resign them as well or sign them. So Jeff, it's about that time. I'm gonna let you pick your best or worst moment of the wrestling week and share it with the people and then i'll do the same so it's time for that segment do we have a jingle for it or anything moment of the week uh moment of the moment of the week i'm into this i'm into it in honor of me being the co-host slash sidekick to the great freddie prince to stay on brand and to stay in my gimmick i'm gonna go the dumpster match everyone knows the dumpster match was the best (laughs) everyone knows it we're changing the name of the segment to the a-hole segment of the week where you just think of whatever is going to aggravate me the most. Yeah, yeah. I say dumpster match is where we should move the future. Honorable mention is the women because I felt like eight different women all have an opportunity for awesome story. My favorite and least favorite moment of the week was that Karrion Cross reintroduction, man. I thought it was such an old school, almost WCW way to bring someone in 
without all the the packages, without all the video segments, without all the the gimmicks and pageantry. And it was much less sports entertainment and it was much more professional wrestling. And I just thought it was so cool. It's like it makes you say, yo, who is that? If you don't know. And then you have to be an active seeker of knowledge. You go online. You go on the dirt sheets. You find out who this dude is. And then you can kind of see this guy's indie work and just how good he is and how great of a valet Scarlet is with him. Like the two of them together, beautiful and wonderful. And the fact that they separated him the first time was insane to me. But I, I loved it. I didn't hate it. But a part of me was just like, man, that would have been nice. There's been more wrestling on air this week since forever. Like as far as not just wrestling content, like right, the shows are just as long, but in ring wrestling, the matches were longer. There, there was more. There was less of the out of ring sports entertainment stuff and more just wrestling. And I don't know if fans no will like way. that more or hate that more. I know that like the They'll real diehard it. nerdy ones will love it more. But guys like me. Like, oh, this is interesting. This is a lot of wrestling and not as much story. That's the stat of the show right there. Stat of the show. The most in-ring wrestling. I'll just throw a date out there. Since 1994. All right, you guys. This has been a really fun episode. We take no weeks off here at Wrestling with the Homies. I change the name of the show each week. I apologize. And I appreciate you guys listening in. Follow the show's Instagram or Twitter accounts, which is Pod on Twitter and wrestling with Freddie on Instagram. That was our show for this week. I appreciate all you guys listening in. Jeff, you got any parting words for the people? Just keep loving wrestling. Even when it's bad, love it. When it's good, love it. I love wrestling. I love it when it's bad. I love it when it's great. And I love it when it's in a dumpster. <laughs> That's the perfect close. This has been a production of iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Peace. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. 
David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.